this next topic is one that's it, you can kind of see where everyone's coming from, and yet it's hard to figure out who to agree with. I'll just say the words just transition, and right away, depending on how you interpret those words, you're either going to think, isn't that wonderful? We're going to leave it all in the ground. You know, we'll never extract another drop of Alberta oil. Or you think, you know, they're going to destroy our economy. They're going to destroy our province. They're going to destroy our country. Um, and these are all, I mean, if people, if, and, and listen, a sizable number of people believe both. So we're neither, or one or the other, really. And so it can't be wrong. Um, you know, just transition started off with a, as a relatively benign term to some extent. It was, it sort of came out of the 2015 Paris Agreement. It was a recognition um, the International Treaty on Climate Change, it was a recognition that as we collectively moved away from burning fossil fuels, that there would be entire industries, entire groups of well-paid workers, by the way, and I think every Canadian appreciates just how much Alberta workers have put in to our economy over the last few decades and beyond. Uh, what was going to happen to those jobs? There needed to be a plan. To try to, you know, it's not all up to government to solve these problems, clearly, but government had to have some kind of plan if, it, if its policies were going to lead to the slow but steady demise of these jobs, right? It makes perfect sense. Therefore, the word just transition is meant to be an equitable transition. It no longer means that, right? Now it means all kinds of different things. None of them, some of them, um, radically one way, some of them radically the other in the middle, a bunch of people saying, wait a second, we just meant like sustainable jobs and no one's listening. Well, today, uh, Alberta's Premier Danielle Smith talked about this very topic. Um, she wouldn't commit to using the Sovereignty Act to sort of uh, fight back against looming federal just transition legislation. She does call it a threat to the province's oil and gas industry. Um, she says she'll work with Ottawa, but they need to change the language. Just transition is the language that they used when they phased out the coal industry. It is a social justice term. If they wanted to talk about sustainable jobs, that's uh, completely different. And we'd be quite happy to talk to them about sustainable jobs in carbon tech, sustainable jobs in hydrogen, sustainable jobs in this new economy that we're developing. Premier Daniel Smith today. Now... Part of the problem here, and the reason we're talking about this again, is that um, the Prime Minister was asked about, you know, climate policies and fighting climate change in an interview with Reuters recently. And he essentially accused, um, or said one of the challenges is that there's a political class in Alberta, read Danielle Smith and others, that has decided that anything to do with climate change is going to be bad for them or for the province. We put forward strong measures to incentivize, or we've already got money flowing towards a number of different projects across the country, including in Alberta. And I think it would be great if Alberta were to realize that this is part of moving forward. We've seen for a while Alberta hesitating around investing in anything related to climate change. But CCUS is one of those tangible things that's not the solution to climate change. Uh, but, but, you know, international bodies and others recognize that it's an important tool in terms of getting where we're going. Yeah, I think there's a role for provinces with surpluses and with the capacity to be investing in their future and their, their workers' future. A carbon capture and storage, CCUS. Of course, Alberta already is investing in these things. So, you know, they are. But there is a middle in all, in all here that both sides seem to ignore. Alberta's forgetting the transition's happening. It's happening. You can't stop it. 
You can't. It's happening. So get ahead of it. Ottawa's forgetting that this is do or die stuff for the province of Alberta. This is important. This isn't policy. This is fundamental to the province's economy. It's not primordial. There are other things going on in Alberta. But this is a really important part, not just of the Alberta economy, but of, of the Canadian economy. So treat it seriously. Don't mock it or don't you know, sort of pinpoint people to blame. Um, address their concerns. You know, we've watched other industries in this country fade to black, such as the cod fishery, manufacturing in many parts of this country. Have you ever gone, went to any small towns where they had, you know, they made boots? Well, those are long gone. Uh, not much was done to ever help those workers in a just transition. So you can understand there are doubters out there when it comes to what exactly the federal government can or will do to make up for the loss of these high-paid jobs. But there is a reality check around this term to be had here. And I thought that's what we would do tonight. Let's talk really about what a just transition means if it was done right. Not politics, not polarization, not leave it all all on the ground or get off our land, uh, but something in the middle whereby Alberta can be a vibrant, hugely important part of the Canadian economy in this throughout this century as it was in the last 50 years. Joining me now with more on this is Warren Maybe. He's director of the Queen's Institute for Energy and Environmental Policy. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for having me. Well, this is not a new term, but it seems to have raised its head the past few days or so. When, when one says just transition, I guess there's a lot of different interpretations of what that means, but what did it start out as? Well, it really started out as a term to remind us that in our zeal to become greener, in our zeal to uh, reduce greenhouse gas emissions, that lots of people would be affected. And we want to make sure that as we transition to this greener economy, as we embrace new technologies, that the workers in, in fields like oil and gas aren't left behind, that they're part of that transition, and therefore the transition would be just, you know, it would be appreciating their efforts and and making sure that they're looked after as we go into the next uh, kind of uh, paradigm. A, a process that has already begun, obviously, right? So we're, we're, we're looking at, we're kind of staring at the future right now. Just transition has, seems to have very positive connotations. It has changed, though. It is now seen as, as not the solution, but the problem. Sure. It's, it's become politicized, right? A lot of people, you know, uh, either from certain regions or from certain political parts of the spectrum have interpreted as uh, we need to downsize or eliminate certain industries and that certain jobs are no longer going to be there. Uh, So just transition is not seen as let's look after people. It's seen as shorthand for, okay, we're going to uh, eliminate oil and gas. We're going to get rid of those jobs. We'll have to think about where those people go. It's a little twist on the definition, but it it puts it in a whole new light. You know, it starts to become a really negative thing when you think about it as uh, kind of the justification to shut an industry down. Is there, I mean, we've seen other industries in this country fail, whether it be the cod fisheries and so on. We've seen other industries, certainly natural resource-based industries, if you want to call the fisheries that, that the government hasn't been able to protect. Is our Albertans, for instance, in this case, right to be concerned about what exactly this all means in Ottawa? I think that Albertans are right to be concerned in that uh, the oil and gas sector, the energy sector, has been a huge employer and a huge you know, kind of beneficiary or, or a huge supplier of wealth back to the province. 
but you're absolutely right that over the past 150 years, a whole lot of industries have come and gone. You know, there was a time when most Canadians would work on a farm, you know, and it was only a small handful that would live in the cities. That changed. There was a transition. Nobody called it a just transition then, but it was a transition. When the cod fishery shut down, there was a transition. People had to find other work. What's happening right now is not so much Ottawa's doing as the whole world is starting to change. You know, they're embracing technologies that rely a lot less on oil and gas and a lot more on electricity. So that is going to affect our industries and our resources. It's going to affect our thinking. And that's really the perspective I think we need to take. One of the things that that I find concerning is is just the rhetoric, and this isn't any politician in particular, but when you hear some of the things that the prime minister has had to say about this, when you hear some of the retorts out of Alberta, where they essentially, it seems to be that in a certain part of the spectrum, any mention of this is bad. And on the other side, any mention of Alberta's opposition to this is equates bad. It feels like we're going to have to put our heads together on this one, or, or it's all going to go south because the money is just going to disappear. And there's a lot of people competing to be part of this. I think that you're right. I think that whenever an issue becomes so polarized and and politicized, and certainly our move towards a greener economy or a greener society has been hugely politicized, you're going to have people that align themselves one way or the other. And that's problematic for us because uh, we do have lots of these oil and gas resources and we've developed them. Uh, We've got lots of potential to do other things. And I do think that there is a potential for a really good transition. Let's not call it a just transition. Let's just call it a good transition in our economy where we embrace some of those other resources. At the same time, I think sometimes people forget that what we're really concerned with are the greenhouse gas emissions. You know, we're concerned with the amount of carbon that's getting out into the atmosphere and and out into the environment. We equate that with the oil and gas sector, but you know, the oil and gas sector is doing a lot to bring those emissions down. And so you know, I don't think people should forget that side of it. I guess what I'm saying is that the argument is so nuanced when you get into it, but a lot of Canadians are just seeing it in black and white. And that's a real problem for us going forward. Yeah, because one gets the sense the transition is happening, whether we want, whether Alberta's happy about it or Ottawa is cheering for it, it doesn't matter, right? It It is happening. We're watching how investment in energy is, is moving, uh, what energy companies are investing in and where. Um, so, you know, Alberta would be would be in a situation where they need to accept the fact that the transition is going on. So how do you get out ahead of it? Um, what, what is the best way to do that, do you think? Well, I, I do think that the best way to get out ahead of it is to try to, to predict what people are going to be needing. And, you know, we do know that, Uh, There's a whole lot of things that are going to be required for this greener economy to work. We need some critical minerals. We need those types of resources to make the turbines and the wires and everything that's going to connect it all together. Uh, We need energy storage solutions, which actually a lot of people in Alberta are really well set up to to deliver because it involves a lot of the same drilling and and piping that, that we've been doing for other things. It would be good to start to see this as an opportunity. It's a transition and it's an opportunity. There will also be opportunities with the oil and gas resources themselves. You know, we're moving away from burning fossil fuels. I think that that is is a reasonable sort of an assumption. You know, governments around the world are stepping away from 
burning fossil fuels, but it doesn't mean we don't need the oil or the gas to do other things. Again, this is where I think Alberta could really take uh, a lead. The um, the federal government's supposed to come up with some legislation around this in 2023. Already, it sounds like it's going to be controversial. What would you like to see in it? I would like to see a plan that really does focus on the emissions side of the equation. And, you know, that is the direction that government has been moving. Uh, we've gotten away from sort of just mandating, you know, this will be shut down or this will be used towards saying, you need to pick things that are going to reduce your greenhouse gas intensity. That's what we need to see on a continued basis. We need to bring down that greenhouse gas intensity, bring down the amount of emissions that are associated with different activities. And that leaves industry a lot of room in which to to maneuver. You know, they can do different things to bring those emissions down, bring that intensity down. It works a lot better than a straight up mandate that says, yes, we need to close these types of drilling operations or stop these drilling operations. We need to stop this mining operation. I think that that's the direction that the government will take. We'll see as as the legislation comes out. And the investment um, environment now is is a tricky one for Alberta. Companies are looking at uh, the oil sands and and saying, I suspect, you know, that's, you know, we need to make 75-year decisions here, and this isn't going to be one of them. So we'll have to work together to try to make sure that investment continues to pour into Alberta. I think that's exactly right. You know, I said before the break, Alberta does have a lot to bring to the table, a lot of skills, a lot of knowledge about how to do different things. It is the energy center of Canada. You know, if there's any province that really understands how to build out energy systems, it's Alberta. And we need to build out a whole new system. This is a real opportunity to move forward. But it does involve doing things a little bit differently than we've done it in the past. And You know, there needs to be an embrace of a little bit of that change in order for us to move forward, where I hope the provincial government and the federal government can find some common ground is at the end, we all want the same thing. We want jobs. We want uh, prosperity. uh, We want to be able to use the the natural resources that we're given in a sustainable and ongoing fashion. Uh, We want better lives for Canadians. When one looks at, you know, I was reading, I guess it was just before New Year's or just after where the first LNG terminal opened in Germany. We've been reading about where they're going to get their LNG from. Of course, Canada's not one of those countries. There is reasons, I guess, to look back. I think we've missed some opportunities when it comes to this transition. And I can understand why people are uh, are leery of what Ottawa may have in mind for this. Yeah, I think that if we've learned one thing over the years, it's that uh, governments are not great when it comes to deciding what needs to happen. They're much better when it comes to deciding how to create an environment that will allow businesses to prosper. And, you know, different governments at different times have done that really well. We face a lot of hurdles in getting new energy product projects off the ground in Canada. You know, there are a lot of barriers to big new projects. And yet the kind of transition that we're talking about will require lots of those. So, Rather than focusing on on vilifying one sector or, or, you know, going after one sector, I think what government needs to really consider is how do you create that environment that is going to allow new opportunities, new businesses to thrive and to serve these markets? Because you're right, we have missed some opportunities in the past, largely because we've been locked into a single way of doing things. So hopes then for 2023 i mean already it's off to to an auspicious beginning i would say with the finger pointing already underway but this feels like 2023 is going to be a big year for this topic 
I think it is going to be a big year. You know, one of the things that we're observing uh, is that, you know, we continue to have uh, the kind of climate weirdness going on. A lot of very, very big storms interrupting things, a lot of uh, weather patterns seemingly disrupted. And that's going to call attention back, you know, right or wrong, it's going to call attention to the idea that we do need to make this transition. I think that governments are are really prepared to start making some investments in this space. What I'm really hoping, as I say, is that uh, we can make the kind of investments that will allow industry to push forward as well. You know, this needs to be uh, something where we're all working together, not where parties are working against each other. Well, we'll be in touch, Warren. Maybe thank you so much for your time tonight. Thank you for having me.